This is the Boys and Bolos podcast. I'm Jeff Ely. I'm Jared Carpenter. And uh, thanks for joining us again. Uh, we had a very eventful last few days in the Premier League. Uh, we had City and Burnley. We had Leicester play out to a tie. And, of course, my Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. They got, got a big win. Harry Kane put it all out there. Played all 96 minutes. Scored a goal. <laughs> Fucking 2 nothing. You can almost... You can almost see your smile through the audio. <laughs> you know, this is like a Spurs fan. They win a game, it's like the Super Bowl. I hung my Spurs jersey up. Did you? We'll post it on Instagram afterwards. I, I hung my Spurs jersey up. It's very beautiful. <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's, it's right here. It's one of the freshest jerseys I think it's I've majestic. seen. It's majestic. The Rattail Bunker Studio is <laughs> is just, it's looking great right now. It's got, we've got a whole new setup going on. We bought a whiteboard. We bought a whiteboard. We got a computer down here. It's uh, we're really shaping up. <laughs> we uh, we we got we got a better mic. Get yeah, excited. Get excited. This is gonna be good. We're using actual recording software. It's it's something. It's we've really stepped our game up. We look like Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> I predicted a zero zero tie on that one. The funny part was, is like after they scored that, after uh, Westham scored an own goal, I uh, I called Jared up, and I, uh, you know, we were talking on Facetime, and literally as we were talking, <laughs> as we're hating on Harry Kane, he scores a goal, and uh, oh, it was a great day for me. But uh, anyway, we will get to, uh, we'll we'll talk about the recap of uh, City and Burnley. Like I said, uh, we won't talk about Leicester, the zero zero tie that was boring as hell. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Spurs, Spurs big win. We'll do a long segment on predictions. We got 10 games between uh, Wednesday and Sunday. They're packing them all in for this project restart. And uh, then um, we'll talk a little bit about Rashford, some of the stuff with the Black Lives Matter movement, some of the stuff in England that he's been, he's been doing. So, um, Jared, why don't we, what, what do you think? Why don't we kick it off with uh, the City and Burnley game? Oh, it was such a such an important game. <laughs> if you missed it, you missed soccer. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's like I missing mean, a PK shootout. You missed everything. I think what the big dr- takeaway from that game. Let's get serious here for a second. Is um, was what happened like right after they took the knee for the Black Lives Matter thing. I think some of the Burnley fans, some of the Burnley supporters, and the Burnley uh, staff knew uh, and players knew that it was going to happen. But um, af- right after they took the knee. I guess we never saw it because we were watching the broadcast um, on NBC. But uh, some apparently some fringe Burnley supporters um, flew a uh, "White Lives Matter" Burnley uh, banner over this over uh, the Etihad at the uh, time of the game. So that was um, probably the biggest headline of the game. Not the five nothing drubbing of City over over Burnley, but. Um, yeah, Jared. What do you what do you what are your take? What are your takeaway on that? Yeah, I just think it was, uh, it was. You know what? When it happened, or when I found out about it at halftime, my thoughts were this: like it was so intentional, right? There wasn't just one dude who was like, "All right, I'm going to be an asshole and like have a Burnley thing," and I, I don't know. You had the person who piloted the plane. Most of those planes have a co-pilot, so you have two people. They had to send away for that, and somebody had to make it. So there was just like a lot of people involved in making sure that happens. And also, and I'm sure this is the case in the UK, as it is in like basically most parts of the world, whenever an airplane takes off, especially in a, near an urban area, they have to know the call sign of the plane. So like, they, they had to have known, it, w- it was very intentionally done. Um, 
And they did it away from their home, which I thought was, if you want to do that, like, leave that shit, like, at your home stadium. Don't bring that shit to the Etihad. Right. And then the other thing was they had to have known that they were going to get caught. And so they were like, yeah, this is who we are. We're essentially, in the time of Black Lives Matter movement, to have said that, I think, you know, borders, if not is, white supremacy at that point. And it's just being an agitator and a straight-up asshole. And so I was just kind of like, wow, that's kind of shocking. Um, and I don't think it reflects... I hope it doesn't reflect anything of Burnley uh, as a club, but if they did know about it because it was part of the fringe supporter group who's tied into the club indirectly, directly, I think questions have got to be asked. Who knew about that before it happened, um, and why didn't they do anything about it? Yeah, it sounded, um, it sounded like it was a it was definitely like a Burnley supporter and a Burnley people who were supporting Burnley, um, and the. Just from watching the commentary on NBC, it seemed like the players, um, listening to the players after the game, they kind of knew it was going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. they were expecting it. Like, I think one of the players, uh, the captain, um, looked up, he saw it and looked up and pointed yeah, the Yeah, he points it out. And points it. it out. And so, I, I, I looked it up afterwards. I Googled it. And it seems like they're looking into it and, and, and what's happening. And that, you know, it was like a white, it was like a clear banner with like red, Yep. Things that said White Lives Matter, Burnley. And it's really crazy to see. And just like, I don't know. It's it's unfortunate. So And hopefully we don't see any more of that. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to see any more of that. And, um, you know, and I, I'm sure it had a, a significant, if I mean, it had some kind of effect on the players because they got absolutely rocked that game. Yeah, five nothing. I mean, I think banner or no banner, they were gonna get rocked. Yeah, I mean at one, like they didn't even start De Bruyne. I mean, they had fifty four. Like at, the, uh, at one point, they said they had four hundred and fifty million dollars on the bench, just sitting there, just sitting there. And Phil Foden scored two goals. I mean, the kid's twenty years. I mean, he's a great, he's a great talent. But it's I mean, just, it was just it was. They started with that De Bruyne, Sané, Sterling. Yeah. Uh, I'm missing another big baller there, but it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. Like when the question is like, do you do you start or do you not start? Like Riyad Mahrez, that's a oh, that's an amazing team. It's amazing. He's arguably one of the best players from Africa. Like he's one of the best players from an entire continent. When you have to have that like art, you know, question. I mean, your team is just absolutely. It's so it's like too stacked. And then to think that Liverpool is still 20 points up on them. I mean, that just speaks to the the absolute domination of Liverpool of this season in the Premier League. Yep. And, um, you know, I, I wonder if, if, you know, Man City didn't have some of those injuries in the beginning of the season, would they be, you know, 79 points, 80 points, as opposed to, you know, in the 60s? Would it be like a two-dog two, I think it would. I, I, race, I think you know? La, when they lost Laporte, the thing just fell apart. Because the reality is, Oda Mendy is Argentine's, you know, he's the Argentinian David Luiz. The guy is lost. He's normally out of position and just like he's just a horror show. Mm-hmm. So the second you lose Laporte, uh, I have a good buddy who was a Man City fan. He wrote me. He's like, "Yeah, it's over. Liverpool will win this like easily," because um, you know you gotta you gotta keep the ball out of the net if you want to win a championship. So, yep, um, it, was, it was really yeah. And so the other games that we had, Leicester was a one-one. No, it was zero-zero. No, it was one-one. It was one-one. Remember the goals at the end. Chilwell had a had a no, rocket. Leicester Brighton zero zero. Is that what we're talking about? No, no, no we're talking about this one, the Watford Leicester game, that ended one one with the two two late goals. 
Yeah, oh, chill well oh, with yep, the yep, 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 yep. chill well with the the rocket, and I was like, all right, damn it, that sealed it because I I obviously you know Jeff and I as Spurs and Chelsea fans, we want to keep Leicester close, and then Watford countered and scored in the ninety third with Dawson, so that was that, and then in the other game you had the Arsenal, and David Luiz didn't even play, so they couldn't even blame it on him, um, but Leno you know goes out with an injury. Um, which sucks. And I don't think, do you think that, uh, the forward Mopay, do, do you think he was out of, like, out of line to go for that ball? I mean, I thought it was a fair ball to go for. The ball's bouncing and he goes for it. And normally the goalie gets knocked down and he, and he gets up. And I think the goalie, you know, Leno just landed weird and that's, that happens. Yeah. It was, it was a weird injury. I, it was kind of a freak injury. It didn't look, it, at first, I thought might, there's there was something in it, but it, it, watching it back, it was just kind of like he fell awkwardly and just like shitty luck, I guess. Right? Yeah, just yeah. a bad, just, just a bad thing. Yeah. So, yeah, we had that game. We had Wolves winning uh, pretty handedly over West Ham. We had Crystal Palace beat over Bournemouth two nothing. Um, a lot of those, a lot of those games. I mean, Wolves fighting for a uh, uh, European uh, spot. We'll see if that happens. Uh, they still got a bunch of games to play, but they look good. Um, I think the Sheffield loss. I didn't see them. I didn't see Newcastle scoring three goals on them. Yeah, I. I wasn't surprised that Newcastle won, but three goals. Um, as you've been outlining, Sheffield's had one of the best defenses of the season. It was really just like an uncharacteristic kind of performance by by uh, Sheffield, and we'll have to see how they bounce back against Man United this week. I mean, that's probably the biggest game. One of the biggest games coming up in the next for sure. week. For sure. Uh, you know, both teams just, like, clawing at those Champions League spots. And, uh, God, Sheffield's been playing one of those – playing a lot of ties, winning one nothing. you know, relying on their defense. Are they going to – and now now that they've restarted and they've, they're getting back to it, are teams firing all cylinders and are they going to get scored on? They're just going to drop down. I mean – for me, uh, every time they tie or lose, it's great to see because the Spurs is just another right. way for Spurs to, to move up there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's um, we'll have to see. Uh, it might be a, a, a tale of first and second half of the season. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. So, other than that, quickly, uh, Everton and Liverpool played to a tieless draw, um, which, to be honest, was kind of not what I expected. I just expected there would be at least a goal. Um, and Liverpool essentially just pushing back their crowning of being champions of the Premier League. Um, and then the other game, my Blues beat Aston Villa, and there was an entire couple of minutes where I was worried. Uh, <laughs> How many minutes? Four? I, I don't know, maybe four and a half, <laughs> filled with tears. And then Christian Pulisic uh, had kind of like a Chicharito go where he was just in the right place and banged it home. And then my boy, Giroud, World Cup champion, hashtag. Uh, <laughs> I hate on Giroud. Giroud, World Cup champion, never scored a goal in the World Cup, and they won the World Cup, which is ridiculous, being the number nine. Um, he scores the second goal, so Chelsea win, and they, they win 2-1, to one, which was good to see. Uh, I think we needed it. I think Frank needed it. It was good to see Pulisic got some time. He, he came on. Out. 
Locked like, his cheek. Yeah, and he came early, early in the early. second half. 50, yeah, fifty third minute, I think, and then he scored like three or four minutes later. So yeah, I mean, he like if you look at the amount of minutes that Christian Pulisic has played, and you look at the goals he scored, he's probably scoring a goal every ninety minutes. Yeah. Um. Obviously, that has to do with injuries, and he's also scoring goals not against top clubs. I'm mean, going to be excited when he scores goals against top table teams, and then you know top six teams, or maybe even in the Champions League or something. Because he scored in the Champions League. Um. But once again, it wasn't against a big team. But he yeah, did score. We, like, we he scored away, and I I'm blanking on the team that we played. But he scored away this season. Uh, no, he scored away against Ajax when we stole the game. Okay. At the end of the season, at the end of the thing, and then what other what other games? Oh, we so we've done the Man City, um, Leicester, and Brighton today. We don't need to talk about. But let's get right into Spurs Hammers. A little yes. London, a backyard, a backyard affair. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> Uh, Preach. I mean, it was it was one of those games on paper where it's like, yeah, Spurs are going to win this game. Uh, but ba- based off their last performance, watching Kane just kind of hobble around out there like a, I don't know, he looked he looked rusty last game, and then watching him for the first forty five minutes, just again, just like what is happening out there. Uh, Sun got a an offside call. Yeah, he was he's literally his pinky finger was offside. Yeah, it was like I one hated of those, that. It was I like one of the that. like the shoulder was offside. Oh, it's like a non goal scoring appendage. Yeah, and so for us for me it was like, you know, some should have scored, but then uh there was a corner kick in like the it was a corner kick later in the game and it was called an own goal. I think uh, Mora had a Mora Sanchez were in there. Yeah, they had like an arm on it or something. I don't know, but an arm. It, yeah, an arm or a foot or whatever it was. A but palm. it went off. It went off of a Western player. It went in the net, and so the so Spur. If it was like the most Spurs goal, the Spurs. Ever, that, that's, so that is Spursy. a Spurs goal. It was so Spursy, and then uh, Kane got a nice through ball and was uh, went clear, and he looked. He looked actually like. Well, first of all, he had like a step on the defender, so he was ahead of him, so he didn't <laughs> thank, get caught. Thank the Lord. But then he put the ball away, and it was just like a clinical. No nonsense. It looked good. It looked good. It was it impressive. Look, it looked like he like was a soccer player for like a minute. And then he died. And then and he, they di- had to he literally dived in the ground, to, looking for like, like a like a stretcher to pull him off the field. Because if it was a video game, his life he just lost a life. But the most alarm, like the crazy thing that I think Jared and I noticed is that Mourinho only subbed three players that game. Yeah, he he's not taking advantage. And like all the other games, I you know we've been watching. I've been impressed with the amount of subs that they're getting in, and I think that they should. They're coming off a long break of not playing. The longest break all these players have ever had. So, like, get the subs in. Take advantage, you know, if you have bench depth, flex it. And the other thing about the Tottenham game was Deli Alley's mustache. Oh, my God. Easily the best mustache ever. (laughs) Okay, so I hate on Deli Alley a lot. People probably don't know this, but he's, like, one of my least favorite players. (laughs) And I just think he's a bum. He's a bum. And, like... (laughs) He probably has had some good moments in the past couple of years and whatever, but like him getting suspended last game was like a pro, like it was like a perfect Deli Alley moment where like he just like doesn't know what to, he doesn't know how to handle himself. Can, can you imagine Mourinho sitting down with him and talking about why he got suspended and Deli <laughs> sitting there straight faced with that mustache? Oh. <laughs> like if I'm Mourinho, I can't take that seriously. It's brutal, but like Deli Alley just I feel like doesn't I don't know. He gets paid a lot of money and he doesn't do a lot of stuff out there in the field. But today he played good. T- today he, I thought he played, he played really, really well. He played really well. And you know, this is something that has, you know, Deli Ali's been social distancing and he's been wearing a mask. <laughs> it's the only way he got that thing to come to, to where it is. Cause it's so shameless. It looks like, like every, 
like seventeen year old Latino kid who doesn't know how to shave yet. So like, he, you tell you can tell he hasn't been to a barber. He hasn't no, he hasn't seen no, his mom. No, he has not seen his mom. <laughs> he's like he's he and been, his girlfriend live on Zoom. Yeah, he's like, been living in this house just just like doing wind sprints in his like, back and forth. And he his, just listens to the future terrace. mask on. He's got the mask on. He's just like waiting for the season. <laughs> I thought he looked good. I he thought he looked really good. It was a good look at him. And I think the Tottenham's probably, like, if I'm, if I'm Tottenham, I'm super so I'm like, yeah, Delhi, keep looking good so we can sell you at high value. Right, right. Um, but, but he played, like, a, a very, like, conservative, I feel like he played a little more conservative today. He played a, 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 a decent attacking midfielder. Yeah, I feel like type. he let the ball do the work. Sometimes yep. he's trying to do too much, and re- he's also super quick, and he's a younger guy, so he tries to do too much, and when he lets the game come to him, he looked much better. Yeah. He looked much better. And to be honest, I think also Kane, midseason Kane with the opportunities he got today, scores two to three goals. Yeah. He had oh. so many chances oh where it's just God. like a little bit of more quality and a, just a quicker game time reaction. There's, and scores. There's a couple shots where he would get the ball like close to the 18 and he would turn. He'd take the ball and he'd turn and he'd shoot. Yeah. And it would just, it, he like fired over the net when yeah. he probably should be putting that on net. At yeah. least putting it on net. Minimally. Yeah. And I think that's, just part of it, he's just been not been playing. So, yeah. I mean, we all have to remember that he was on injury as well as then taking a couple month break. So, yeah, and and just for the people at home who can't see our brand new whiteboard, uh, Jeff outlined Spurs big win, <laughs> it was your... big win, a big win over West Ham. No, I knew that. Like, like would Spurs fans game? have died if they won the Champions League? They, they all just like it's like a it's like a Jim yeah, Jones. They all drink Kool Aid and they're just like it would have been. It's a wrap. We would have just we would have anything that would have happened this season would have been like well whatever we won the Champions League last year. Like, <laughs> you don't even right. show up for the right because you win the Champions League. Well, I guess last year it would have been last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, but we would. It's. I mean, we got Mourinho, I guess, and. Like we got those uh, guys out here. We'll it's see. so we'll you, see. you know what the weirdest thing about Mourinho is I feel really comfortable when I see him there. I'm like, oh yeah, he's the Spurs coach, <laughs> and I forget that like they had Pochettino and a yeah. whole other training staff which people loved, and they were just like usurped mid season. They're like deuces, see you. Yep. So and they brought in all the Portuguese guys. Yeah, and the Mourinho came in and he brought his like eye poking, you know, yeah. uh, second in command. Yep. So all right, should we uh, jump into the? That's a very strong transition. It was the I hardest like transition ever. <laughs> I like that. It was like a. I like, it was like, it's a, like Jared doesn't even want to talk about Spurs anymore. No, so I'm done with Spurs. He's like fuck Spurs. As we'll long as I talk about Deli Alley stash, that, that was on my nose. <laughs> I forgot about the stash. You know, I'll, I'll, you were looking out for the stash. And you I was, can uh, post, I was just post like, edit. I was strong looking, just making sure Kane scored a goal. Post edit, you can add in like a <laughs> like some DJ scratch. All right, we'll get into the predictions. We got ten games. Jesus, in the next five minutes. <laughs> Fuck. Dude. It's like, it's brutal because, you know, normally we probably only record this podcast once a week, but we have to do it every couple days. We're doing it every couple days. There's just so many games. So we can and try to so, stay ahead. So Jerry and I got in the horn today and we talked about it. And I think we're going to go, we're going to talk about Wednesday through Sunday. Oof. So we got 10 games. We got five games on a Thursday, which I don't think I've ever seen the Premier League game on a Thursday. No, especially not this time of the season, because normally no. it would be uh, European. It yeah, would be and some UEFA preseason games. or Europa League. Yeah. And some preseason games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, we're, we're, June, we're late June? Yeah. I mean, we should already have the Champs League wrapped up. No, Everything we, should and, be wrapped and, up. like, we would be thinking about, um, we'd be thinking about uh, international play. Oh, yeah, the, the Copa America would have already started. The Euro Cup would yeah. have already started. Yeah. Jeez. Man. Or maybe they. Either way, we're in a different world. In a different world. So let's talk about. Let's let's go. Let's just rifle through a few games. I've got 
Uh, number one, first game tomorrow at 1 p.m. Uh, there are th- four games at 1 p.m., the first of which is nothing that we're... Norwich, Norwich and Everton. What Norwich, no, you know what? I think this is the other thing. We're going to be intentional about the podcast for the rest of the season. We're just going to focus on teams that are either going to be in the relegation battle or trying to get into Europe battle. And those teams don't really fit into that. I mean, because Norwich is at the bottom of the table and they're going to get relegated. Yeah. And Everton's mid-table. They can't get in the Champions League or Europe and they can't get relegated. So that game is kind of like a, you know. Just like, a- I call Calvert-Lewin, Calvert-Lewin getting a goal. I see uh, Everton uh, winning 2 nothing. I, I I will I, I see you and I and I raise you three right. nothing. I think Whoa. Everton is gonna just run show because I thought Everton looked good against Liverpool and they even they created did. chances. So if you did. can do that against them, Norwich is gonna be cake. Yep. Um actually no, I'll go three one. I think Norwich have a goal in them. Pookie? Yeah. a hundred percent Pookie. Okay. Uh we'll go uh next game we got another game at one. We got Bournemouth and Wolves. I, I like Wolves. They're probably like my second favorite team in the Premier League. Uh, I like their like underdog style. I like um Traore. Yep. He runs with a purpose. Nuno Santo. Santo. We got Nuno Santo. Your boy. Very strong. Very strong. Uh, he's always got nice scarves in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. He's like off brand Guardiola. Yeah. Know? Yeah, it's true. What do you got in that game? Bournemouth Wolves. Uh, Bournemouth. You I, know, I got I got Wolves two one. I got yeah. I don't even see Bournemouth scoring a goal. I got them again two nothing. Okay. I got two one. Yeah. All right, and then we got what do we got next game? We the, got Newcastle at Aston Villa. We got another mid-tiered game, mid-tiered table with a team that's going to get probably get <laughs> relegated. Yeah, and the thing is, Newcastle isn't. I guess Newcastle is out of the relegation. Yeah, they're they're they're, totally they're, they're way out of the relegation. Um, and then Aston Villa is probably relegated. Yeah, Aston Villa is relegated. No, they're still in the fight. I think if they lose this game, they're probably relegated. Not mathematically, but just energetically. But after a three nothing win, what do you think, of uh, uh, Newcastle? I think Newcastle two nothing. I think they're feeling good. Okay. I'm gonna go one nothing. One nothing. I just don't. I just don't see uh, Newcastle losing. Uh, probably my favorite game of the weekend because it's uh, one of those. Uh, when you say weekend, you mean Thursday. I'm gonna include. I'm gonna include Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. In the, that's your weekend. That's my weekend. It's hey, co- weekend. COVID weekends, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My favorite game of this pod, of, of the, my favorite prediction of this podcast, <laughs> is uh, Man United Sheffield United. Uh, it's happening tomorrow, um, one p.m. game. I mean, I'm seeing Man U two nothing. Uh, it depends on the lineup. It depends on how Man U wants to, who they want to send out there. Solskjaer is going to send out a team. Uh, maybe Pug was starting. Maybe he's not. I predicted he was going to start last game. He didn't. He came off the bench and made the difference. So maybe that means he's going to start this game. Totally was the difference. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And so are, are we going to see Pogba start and make the difference again? What are we going to see? Rashford score? I don't know. I'm going to, I mean, it's at Old Trafford. I'm going to go 2 nothing. Mitt or 2 nothing. 2 nothing United. Yeah. I mean, Sheffield's coming off a 3 nothing loss. I think that was a pretty embarrassing game for them. Uh, look pretty undisciplined, undisciplined, not disciplined at defense. Pretty bad. They're bad. They're bad. They're really bad. Even Henderson looked bad. Yeah. I mean, he's playing against his real club. Uh, (laughs) maybe he has some pride. I, I think United still has it. They're just more talent, more, 
more money in that team. Yeah, I mean, more attacking. United offense. at home too. It doesn't even matter. Even when they're in bad form, they're annoying to play. Yeah, um, I got United two nothing. Uh, so then we got you got two nothing. I got two nothing. All right, they're at I, home. We're actually so if anybody's like can tell, we're, I'm actually writing this down now. This is written. Jeff's this putting written, it in stone. I'm putting it in stone, so when we we can talk about our predictions. Because I lat, we we're not gonna get into it, but no, we don't get into there it. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of predictions made last game. We went into a little segment about who's gonna get injured. Yeah, well, we'll have we'll have we'll have we'll have the injury to this segment too. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, last last pod, I I I talked about I I said, look, Liverpool out of the all team, the players, out of all the players in the entire prediction, Premier League, Premier League who's gonna <laughs> get injured that week? And I called it. I said Milner, he's gonna be out. He's too old. He's not gonna last. Comes up lame. Comes up lame. Gets taken out. And so, if you were a racehorse, it would have put him down. Just, <laughs> so he's done. I called some. I called some. I had some predictions, and I didn't write them down. So now we're gonna write them down. No, let's not write them down. So people can follow along, and we can. We know what, we're, what we did. I can't even remember what I talked about last podcast. You just blacked out. The entire I just time. blacked out. I don't even listen. <laughs> I don't even listen to the last one. I just people tell me what I say, and I'm like, I don't even believe them. Because I didn't even say that. It's a whole hour that's gone down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, all right. So we got Man United. We got Sheffield United. You have them one nothing two, or two, two nothing. Two, and two, I have them, and I have Man United one nothing because I just think that I think Sheffield's gonna gonna drop. I just I think they'll finish top ten, but I think they're gonna drop. Uh, Third, uh, that that, and then we got Liverpool, Crystal Palace. Yeah, that's at Anfield. I'm feeling confident that Liverpool are going to win that. Okay. I have no idea the score because they looked rusty. They looked slow in the final mm-hmm. third. Uh, they also didn't have Salad in play. He plays. Mm-hmm. It's a different situation. Yeah. Um, I He's do hurt, think. Right? I'm not sure. Yeah. I think I think I think he is. A, I think he's a little injured. I also don't think they need to play him to win to get how the amount of points they need. So I think um, I think Liverpool are going to win this three nothing. Okay. Um, I I sense that they have a little bit of urgency behind their game, their last few games. I think they want to wrap this up early. I don't think they want this to be like nail biter down to the last few games of the season. They win this game um, and. Uh, City, Man City loses or ties, they wrap the Premier League up. There's no mathematical way City can uh, win this. So, part of me feels like they should play with urgency and they should go put out their their like best eleven players and screw it, you know, and just try yeah. to win the game. They should. They they totally need to win because yeah. if they don't, then the next week they have to play City, and if City were to beat Chelsea and then beat Liverpool, I still think Liverpool is going to win the league, but it just gets interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, see, the thing is, Liverpool on their schedule still have <laughs> Brighton, Hove Albion, Burnley, and Newcastle, and Arsenal, to be frank. Mm. And so they will win two out of those four games. Right. So I hope that they also have urgency because it's just something like you kind of just want to finish up and then be done with. Um, yep. But if they're complacent, it is what it is because the thing is, like, Man City is going to continue to play. Oh, they're just going to play top flight soccer. Top flight because they're getting ready for the Champions League. Oh, yeah. That's it. They have games to, they have games, they have upcoming games to play. And I'm sure that Pep has stressed that, like, hey, all right, this season may be a wrap, but let's use these games, get ready for the Champions League. We kind of have to win it because there's a large chance that we're not going to be in it for the next two seasons. And we have a good team now, so let's go after it. And, 
and a lot of people have looked, a lot of teams have looked at the last, I don't know, like five or six games in Liverpool's schedule. They've lost, they're out of the Champs League. They lost, they lost a few games, and the, they lost a game in the Premier League. They, you know, they they looked a little vulnerable. You know, they haven't looked like fantastic, and um, you know, I think it gives a lot of teams a sense that they can compete. And for for Liverpool, that might not be the best place to be. And I think they should they shouldn't play conservative. I think they should they they their main objective now is to to win the Premier League. They don't they they got nothing else to play. There's nothing else. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, like City, unless I'm wrong, still win the Champions League and still win the FA Cup. Yep. Which is impressive. If you win either, you win both of those in the same season, it's impressive. And I know because Chelsea did in 2012. Hashtag only team in London to lift the big ears. <laughs> right. <laughs> is there any chance to talk about Chelsea? I just took it. Jared. Jared don't, don't, it. if you leave it on the table, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move Let's get to the next Let's game. move on. Our favorite team that we don't talk about too much, but we, we love to rag on, is Arsenal. They're playing Southampton in a interesting game to say the least I hate Arsenal so I'd love to see them lose again the crazy thing is Arsenal sit in 10th Southampton are in 14th and yep. they're separated by a game so yep. if Southampton win this other things you know Everton wins which I think they will Arsenal's going to be out of the top 10 potentially by the end of this if they lose this game to Southampton and with Arsenal you know using losing Leno Leno losing um, I mean, David Luiz should never play. He should be a water boy for life. Um, I, and they have other injuries. I mean, I, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Southampton is gonna pull out a two to one win. Danny Ings, two goals. It's at St. Mary's. I. I. Yeah. I, I go. I go. I go one nothing. Southampton. So I'm gonna go two to one. Two to one. Southampton over Arsenal. I go one nothing. Jericho's won nothing. Yeah, I just... And with this loss, they will officially be out of Europe. Oh, yeah. Dude, they're they're done. And then Burnley-Watford. Yeah. I mean, Burnley-Watford... I mean, watching Watford play, it's... This is important because, well, you know, Watford's on the cusp. They're right above relegation. Yeah, I mean, Burnley got really... Got beat pretty badly. I mean, they yeah. got beat pretty badly. Oh, I think Burnley are going to win this. Yeah. Well, I think they're going to go Burnley one nothing. I mean, Watford did pull out a late, you know, they... they Tying goal against Leicester, but... Yeah. I, I've got to go one nothing Burnley. And I'm just basing that on the fact that I think Burnley... Burnley need the win more, even though Watford's in the relegation. Burnley need a win for their club because they're essentially... They look like white supremacists right now to everyone else after the whole... Uh, white lives matter thing. I mean, I know they don't. I, I I know that the players have probably absolutely nothing to do with that, but I think that Burnley will win. When you lose five nothing, like the next game, you've got to come out look for blood. You say one nothing. Yeah, I got Burnley one nothing. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Watford. I'm gonna go. Um, sorry, I'm just gonna go a one one tie. I don't think there's much in it. Okay. I just think it's a kind of one of those mid mid table whatever games. Uh, last couple. Ooh games. ooh. You ready for that next game? Chelsea, Man City. Ooh, buddy. So, you know, it's at the bridge. Yep. Chelsea fan, through and through. I just... Uh, Does Giroud get the start? That's the question. For sure. 
I start Drew. Okay. I start Drew because even though the shot, even though that goalie scored was a really deflection. Let's I don't not, give a shit. Nobody talks about it. It was a def- because deflection. Because this is why. I could, I could play Giroud through 65, and then I bring on Tommy Abrams, okay. a younger dude who just runs for 25 to 30. Yep. I think this is going to be the battle of the benches, and I think it will be decided by the bench. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Lampard plays it the exact same way. Start with Loftus-Cheek. I also read that Willian and Pedro have signed extensions to finish out they the did. season. They did. Um, so I think, um, you know, this game is – City don't really need this game. I think Chelsea need this game more, and Chelsea are at home, so I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea pulled this out. I don't really know how because I think City's actually a better team. Yeah. But I think, I think Chelsea will win this two uh, one. And that is a complete biased opinion. I probably wouldn't bet that. <laughs> I just uh, Chelsea are at home. Chelsea have had a lot of guys who are coming in who have been playing that haven't played in a long time. To same, to be fair, can be said for Man City. They've had some injuries. Sane coming back. Laporte coming back. Um, but I do think Chelsea will win this, and I think that that's just strictly that Chelsea needs the points a lot more than Man City. Man City know that they can't win the league. Um, and I think Guardiola is also going to be trying to maybe do different things against Chelsea, knowing that it's going to be one of the last times that he gets to play, other than Liverpool, a solid, solid top team before Champs League starts again. So if he's going to try to do a different formation or do anything funny or try a different combination, I think he could do with that. My question to you is like, who's gonna score those Chelsea goals? Like, that's who. That's my like. I don't know who's gonna score those goals. I mean, Mason Mount. I got Mason Mount's nice. You know, the thing is like Mason Mount one on one against most of the city defenders. It's a problem. Pulisic one on one, he can be a problem. Um, Giroud on a corner. Giroud. I mean, Giroud. You got William Pedro. I mean, there's a bunch of guys. There's a bunch of guys you could score. I. It's a really good question, and I don't know if I if I satisfied your with my answer, I, but I, I don't know. I just uh, I think Chelsea two one. I just think Chelsea needs it more. You know, we we need with that win, it will be a huge momentum to make sure that we're in Europe, uh, and that we are guaranteed. But with that said, I think that as you've been saying, that City's ban will be upheld, so it will be the top five teams. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a City fan. I'm not really a I'm I'm a. Chelsea fan only by Pulisic proximity, but like when it comes down to it, I, I watch you know De Bruyne play in the middle. I, no, Man City look Mar- for me like Mar- the best team in the Silva Premier League, and like just the Sterling, like watching Sterling, like Dude. Sterling is is, I mean he's like, I don't know, it, it's C- C- like I said, C- City's a better team on paper. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go City three to two, and I'm just and I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say five goals in me score that. That's game. not realistic because, because both this, those teams don't have great defense. No, they don't. They don't. So I'm gonna go three to two. I'm just gonna, three, two, I'm gonna leave it there. Fair. I'll move on. Uh, and then what do we got? What do we got? Last couple. We got another match. We got a Saturday game and a Sunday game. We got Wolves. Another Wolves game. Oh yeah, Wolves are gonna take that now. Yep. I got Wolves on that one. Two nothing. Wolves over Villa. So potentially in the next. I mean, Villa is going to know their 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 place within the next couple of games. Yeah, and, and and Wolves really, they can either you know cement their place in the top six, or just kind of like what I've been seeing a lot with these with these teams, you know, f- fifth through ninth or fifth through eighth is that they've been drawing a lot. You know, they have a lot of draws, and so I mean, you look at them I and like Wolves have. <laughs> Wolves have 13 draws. 
I have 13 draws. And so it's hard to not to not go, oh, well, they're not going to lose, but I can't be sure they're going to win. Yeah. So you're thinking Wolves are going to tie that somehow? No, I mean... It's just like always in the back of my mind that like one of those one of those fifth through ninth place teams is gonna draw a team is just gonna draw. It's gonna be another boring draw game. Yeah, because at the end of the last season, it was incredible to see Chelsea, Tottenham, United all just they drew so much. They all just kept not taking points. Yeah, um, not not losing, They're not drawing, losing points, just They're not giving up points. It's just boring. Yeah, it's just boring. It's boring to watch. But like for Wolves Villa, I mean Wolves Villa is a is a one nothing two nothing game in favor. I'm gonna of I'm gonna go two nothing Wolves. Yeah. And I'll go one nothing just because they probably won't repeat what they did this past week, or what they, uh, yeah. Who knows what happens at Bournemouth, but I don't think they're going to score another two goals. Treyari could start though, which would be nice to see, rather than him come off the bench. Um, because he looks good. Treyari looks good. He looks. He he is fat. He looks still looks fast. Looks fit, and oh, he's, like he can he, be a defender one on one, like just just pure speed. He's also a guy who, if Wolves don't get in the Champs League. Oh, yeah. I really wonder if Barcelona say, "Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna bring you back, buddy." Yeah, we're gonna pick this guy up. Because yeah. I mean, that's where he started his his, his career. So right. I'm kind of. Uh, and then you want to do the last game on yeah. Monday? Yeah, Watford Southampton, another game. Um, Southampton's coming off a game. Is it Watford Southampton or is it? Yeah, the 28th. Watford Southampton. Uh, Southampton's coming off an Arsenal game. No, it's the uh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Sorry sorry sorry. And then Wofford's coming off a uh, Burnley game just a couple days before. So I, I really think that Wa- uh, Southampton's depth. I think they have a better. I think they have a better bench. I think they have a better. Uh, a couple, you know, they have Ings. They have they have ways to score. They're just gonna win. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, I've got Southampton one nothing. Yeah, Southampton one nothing. It could be two nothing, but I'm gonna say one nothing as well. Um, and I think that Wofford is going to, that people are still going to, they're going to be one of those teams. They're going to be right in the bubble, you know, yeah. bottom three. So. And then do you want to do the final game on Monday, June 29th? Or do you just want to do it to Sunday? Um, What's that last game? We got a it's, uh, Crystal Palace Burnley. Crystal Palace Burnley. Boring. I'm just going to say boring. We're not going to do it boring. I it's going to be like 0-0 boring. Done. Boring I'm with, two, even, with two with two O's. I know the boring. Prim, I know the Prem's on, but I might not even watch it. After after tomorrow, Monday after Thursday, I'm gonna be burnt day, out. Day of rest. Yeah. Monday it's day of rest. Sunday's the Lord's Day and Monday's the day of rest. <laughs> yeah. Um so Jarrett, we got um we got ten games predicted. A lot of predictions. We got a lot of soccer to watch. I don't know if I'm gonna watch every one of these games. To be honest, I'm gonna just tell everybody out there. I don't know. I'm gonna watch I like those fifteen minute recaps on YouTube where like you can watch like yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah, plays. The highlights, yeah. the highlights. I will watch the majority of these. I um I think part of it's like my excitement, just the Prem's back, but um you know, it's hard. It's like when you first get back on campus to college. Yeah. You just drink way too much. Yeah. And you you actually keep drinking more. So yeah, maybe you will be excited. <laughs> keep watching. Maybe you, you just keep watching. Oh, whatever. All right, all right, turn it on, turn it on. But um, I guess the last thing I like we should probably talk about is um, I, like some of the some of the, like the stuff that's happening with social media, Black Lives Matter, um, and some of the players in the Prem has like been pretty remarkable. Um, I'm not a Man Man U fan. I I hate Man U. I could like do without all of their shenanigans. 
I the hate fact Canyon. the fact that they're spending that much money and and only like sitting in like fifth or whatever it's it's crazy they spent so, so much money. money so much money and i think like in europe they're probably in the top five yeah. of money spent chelsea, in the last three years and chelsea you know rightfully so is in you know fourth in the prem and got a got a transfer ban and is still doing as well as they are because we finally played because chelsea's been winning like the fa youth cup the european champions league the premier league the europe the, uh, yeah. the league for years yeah with these stacked teams, right. and then they come up, and then we sell them to like you know, I don't know, AZ Alkmaar. Like we just sell them to random teams. Right. But I'm glad that they're finally having to give them run because like guys like Billy Gilmore getting on the field, Mason Mount, um, Tommy Abrahams, Hudson Odoi, like all these guys have come up, and it's great. It's great to see. But anyway, so back to Manu. So I'm not a big Manu fan, as we both know. We probably both aren't Manu fans. When I no, see them lose, no. it's like another. I think it's also because you know we started watching the Prem. Oh, and they were oh yeah, three oh four, yeah, and, and they couldn't lose. Right, they they, had, they legitimately yeah. could not lose. They had skulls and they had one of the. I mean, the stack team skulls, yeah. Gates, Ronaldo, Keane, Rooney, Van Listeroy. Yeah, just it was just brutal. it was brutal. It was brutal, and like so, there was a lot of like American people that we hung out with that started liking. Is it, it was? Menu. I mean, it was a great team, and they they were they were phenomenal. And so. Um, but anyway, like there are some players that have come up through Manu that through the um, through their academy and stuff who've you know been good players. Rashford is one of them, and he's made a really uh, big contribution to I think English uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. In no, yes, but it's the underserved kids and oh, the, the, the lunches. Post. <laughs> Let them post. It's COVID. It's COVID related. <laughs> COVID. It's COVID related. It's COVID. But to be fair, it is. To be fair, Jeff, it is linked to Black Lives Matter because, you know, the way racism permeates through our society, unfortunately, many times the underserved and marginalized communities in the UK, just as in the United States, are immigrant communities and they're communities of color. Uh, and so I knew I had it. You did. You did. I got and it. So I, I, you know, circles back. Rashford saw that essentially Parliament and you know Boris Johnson they were going to scrap this lunch program for the summer for the kids um, of underserved communities, and he started his online uh, campaign to basically um, do away with that. And then within 24 to 48 hours, Boris Johnson had to go back and be like, okay, fine, and he approved 150 million. Uh, dollars to be spent on you know serving serving lunches during the summer to underserved communities which is just amazing because it's you know seeing that gives credence to what like lebron james has really started to do in the united states with the nba which is the more than an athlete idea and you know i'm not just going to shut up and dribble a ball at the end of the day they are citizens they do take part in our civic and like societal discussions and so that is super awesome. And the fact that Marcus Rashford is 22 years old um, is amazing. Because he basically did it with, a, with like, a hashtag, Sir Marcus Rashford, and, like, just posting on social media. Yeah. And, he, like, getting the word out. And because he has that many followers and because he has that much influence um, and, and that many people are seeing this, it forced UK Parliament to make a about-face on a policy. And that could happen in the U.S., and it might be, ha it's probably happening is just as much here, but you know, to see all these like people who have millions of Twitter followers, who have mil millions of Instagram followers, 
um, to not make a to make to not make a political stance or to um, stay silent um, during these times is disheartening. And we really need to see our the people that we follow and people that we look up to make uh, make a like a strong statement about what's right and what should be done. And you know, obviously support Black Lives Matter, support, uh, you know, COVID first responders, support these, these things that are serving under, under, uh, served, uh, communities in this, in this country and in, in abroad. And, uh, and, you know, it, it really makes me think about what happened back in 2016 where people stayed silent and people weren't, uh, as political, politically driven and they weren't using their platform to influence change. And what we, what it might've looked like and what it might've how it might have been different if a person like um i'm just gonna throw this out there any any taylor swift haters uh lovers out there but if like a person like taylor swift <laughs> went on her platform and said you know f trump like you all should vote for this like hillary clinton how many of those her supporters would have went out and told their parents or or went yeah. out and voted and what the election how this might have changed yeah and i think that's really like cementing itself as the defining political change of this like election cycle and as this like movement is that you're right people who have an influence need to take a stand yeah if you have a platform just flex it i mean yeah you know you and i post on instagram all the time maybe we post on twitter all the time it has to drop in a bucket yeah if you have a million followers or a million twitter followers and you take a stance i mean the power you have is takes you two minutes to say something and the same thing happened in the uk in 2015 with their with their election and the brexit uh, and that type of thing, and people just didn't speak up, and then things happen. Um, and so it's good to see the people with platforms are, you know, taking their initiative and doing something positive. And uh, yeah, and that's. I mean, we don't we don't get too political on this podcast because I'm just a fucking Spurs fan and lives in the United States, and I try to keep to myself. But I try to keep to myself. <laughs> I pay my taxes. I pay my taxes. <laughs> I I stay on the straight and narrow, but. It's, 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 I mean, we gotta, this, we gotta keep, stay out of the radar. Yeah. Well, look, it's like, I care about these things. I, I want there to be change. I, 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 I appreciate these things happening. I, 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 my heart hurts for like a guy like Colin Kaepernick who took a knee and now he, you know, he's vilified and he's, he's cast out of the NFL and, and like, no way am I like a huge NFL supporter, but he basically wouldn't. He wasn't signed for a team because he took a knee and uh, for black for you know, Black Lives Matter. And now we see every single player in the Prem, the, possibly one of the biggest, uh, you know, sports league in in the world, yeah. taking a knee. Yeah, like and it's now, nothing. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. And now this guy who has had to sit out the last three or four seasons, he's suddenly, you know, he's suddenly like, you know justified for saying but but that's bullshit like he should have been he was justified doing it three years ago totally and he took a stand and people thought he was some kind of like asshole and he was some kind of like he wasn't he hated america he he didn't care like this and that and now he you know people are now doing about face on him and it's like it's just it's 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 beyond belief to see what we're seeing today and uh and and to keep the momentum going is important i i in no way am I like some kind of like social activist or anything, but um, like I just you know I try to listen and try to understand and try to support. And, and I talk to my I talk to my good friend Jared here, and he, he informs <laughs> me of how I should act. <laughs> well, the, well, the crazy thing is the racism is too like it's just been such a 
it's there's a such a deep history of racism in football in in England. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know, with the English national team when they were in Bulgaria, I think it was less than a year ago, and they were making monkey noises and stuff. And Rashford, Sterling, and some other guys were like, "Dude, they just like walked off." Um, and part of me is like, that's why Burnley did it when they played at the Etihad because they knew Sterling was going to be there because he's one of he's been one of the biggest vocal proponents against that. And like in the early two thousands, I remember Nike had a whole campaign. They had these white and black wristbands which were intertwined. This is when Lance Armstrong you can go look these up. But um, and so like they're constantly doing campaigns, no to racism, and it's just crazy that there's still people with so much hate that will go to a soccer game. Their team probably has a player of color, a player not from their country. And they're just going to go say, like, racist shit. I don't know. It's crazy. And yeah, it, take, I mean, it takes away from the game. You know, it takes away from the atmosphere. Um, and and so to see that somebody fly a flag, it's like, you're really going out of your way, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And it's, it's it, honestly, with a lot of, um, a lot of the way this country was, was started and, and slavery and, and, Jim Crow and all the segregation. And England has the same thing. And England, England has, has a the deep thing. history of colonialism. And I think we have imperialism. And yeah, and we, we, we forget that because we're not part of that that culture. And But you hear of um, fans yelling racist things at, at teams and players, and um, they do the no racism thing, and you're like, what, what is this about? And like, you have to remember that like this is like a worldwide problem, and like we are living through something that has persisted for hundreds maybe thousands of years and we need to like really right the ship we need to make it be anti-racist and be not and make it so it's not okay and like that's what we need to strive for um and so i'm gonna get off my i'm that's it that's i'm done that's I'm it done that's it that's I'm it. over i'm over it's <laughs> over but we thought we should bring it up we um no, it, it bears worth mention. I mean, it's it's so it's worth to mention. Because yeah, I mean, before every game, they've been doing they've been doing the the COVID, uh, you know, the national health people, and then they've been doing the knee, the Black Lives Matter. They have Black Lives Matter across their shirts. If people have been wondering what that's all about, um, I think that's going to end in the next couple games. I don't. Think well, their their um their names are now back on their shirts, but they now have the patch. Patch, right? They right. have the patch. I think it's even instead of the Premier League patch, they have that on. Right. I'm not. I can't. Don't don't quote me on that. Don't. Don't bet, don't but bet. I mean, we're gonna still we're gonna they're gonna keep talking about this as long as people keep wait, putting banners up that say "White Lives Matter." Yeah, that's, I mean that's, that's that's insane. That's insane. That means that's insane. That that keeps the conversation relevant and it makes it very like real. And we got to keep talking about it and keep working towards uh making making uh, uh you know equality a, a thing in, you know in this world. So anyway so jared um let's do uh one last prediction injury prediction <laughs> big injury prediction it's what the uh, boys and balls are known for <laughs> super optimism for. <laughs> to be honest let me get let me, let me talk about this first are you gonna say james miller's gonna injure himself while he's injured no i'm gonna say <laughs> I, there aren't as many injuries as i thought there'd be really i've seen a few i mean i've seen some weird Leno ones got a that's ACL. a weird when that's does a, weird a goalie one. do an acl i know that's that's why i think that why we're not going to talk about that one because it's a freak one. I think Milner getting hurt, he's old. I think what we're seeing is like a lot of the older players are just tired and old. So who? So who's your injury for the for the next for the next uh, for the next? I'm going to go games. on a limb because I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the Man U game versus Southampton. Oh God, nobody's. I'm going to get some hate mail on this one. <laughs> you might get Harry Maguire. You might get a bomb threat. Oh, <laughs> clattering tackle against Ings. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna hurt his ankle or something. I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go McGuire. 
Okay. Okay. Don't uh, pick a don't pick a Spurs player. That's I will, all I ask. I will. I will. I will, <laughs> I will pick. Um, I think in the City Chelsea game, I think. Uh, what do I think? Uh, I think Oda Mendy. Here's an here's a new twist. I think Oda Mendy's going to injure a Chelsea player. I don't know what Chelsea player, but I think Oda Mendy because he's just so goofy and sloppy. I think he's just going to like take someone out. I, I don't know. I like that. You're going with who's going to injure somebody else. Yeah, exactly. I like that. I, I think On a yellow card or a red card? Uh, I think it will be a red card offense, but he'll only get a yellow because VAR <laughs> sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I hate VAR. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's the only thing I hate worse than Arsenal. So. Oh, it's and I don't even hate Arsenal, you know? I... I uh... I just feel like they, uh, Arsenal just needs some love, you know? Arsenal needs to stop thinking that they're a top flight team. <laughs> you think they don't think they're a top flight team? Oh, they, they fully think they're a top flight team. It's true. It, the, the, this is the problem. I don't think any person who analyzes Arsenal, like you or I, or anybody on like, or like real college. Or anybody who has eyes. Yeah. Or anybody, <laughs> I think, I think it's Arsenal fans because they have so much personally like invested in Arsenal. They Arsenal bought fans. so much. They bought so much Mesozoic gear. They have so many of those. Arsenal like, fans, flags yeah, I have to say, are some of the like most scars. knowledgeable fans I've ever I've yeah, ever run into. That's fine. You can be knowledgeable as you want, but if you if you dive the Louise Did, on defense, that's that's really the question. Well, who's in the boardroom? And they're like, yeah, let's go spend millions of dollars on David Louise when Chelsea doesn't want him for the second time. Yeah, I mean that's really what it comes down to. They are. I, I think I said it last time. Is like. You're like, why are all these Arsenal players getting injured? I'm like, because they hire stick men. They hire little <laughs> stick men. They don't hire any guys with any... It's the Prem. It's not like they're playing in like... I mean, come on, yeah? They're going to they're gonna get killed out there. Stick men. Stick men. So, I, somebody in like Cambridge, Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica, when they're not tanking elections, they're doing like deep data research as to why Arsenal is always so injured by February. That they're out of the title race and out of the champs <laughs> every single aver- year. The average body weight of their midfield is I like mean, 143 pounds. Literally, year on year, they lose, like, they start by December, the two or three of their starters are gone. Like, San- like Casorlo, what happened to him season on season was horrible. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, I'm, whatever. I, I don't hate Arsenal. I think I just, like, I, it's easy, I feel they're, bad. they're easy to rag on. Easy to rag on. They're easy to rag on. Easy to rag on. Yeah. Yeah. They need a couple pieces. Like yeah. ten. <laughs> they need ten pieces. Out of eleven. Well, with that, I uh, I, Jarrett, thank you again for joining me in the uh, rat tail bunker. Jeff, it's impressive you've been living down here since we last recorded. <laughs> my wife has kicked me out of my bedroom. And... Yeah, she, she has a hole. She drops food through every two hours. <laughs> Feed yourself. I've tried to make make this place more hospitable. I put I hung up a Spurs jersey. The Spurs jersey. I have a bench nailed to the wall. I, I sit on. Um, I mean, I'm 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 trying down here. Slowly but surely, we'll get it. It's we'll great. It. It Eventually, we'll have a spot for a guest. It's not there yet, but we'll yeah, have we're, we're we're getting a beanbag. <laughs> used beanbag off Craigslist. The most used we can find, <laughs> and we'll put that in the corner. GMS for uh, details on that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, Jarrett, have fun watching the next ten games. I, I hopefully uh, we can we can share one of them. Uh, but 
looks it's it's a lot of games chelsea city game it's gonna be fire how <laughs> is that how are you not gonna watch the chelsea city games it'll be fire i, I watched the chelsea city game i don't know what are you what are, what are you trying to what, what game are you trying to watch i don't know I'm, I'm i'm looking at this board here and uh this man united southampton i mean this uh Sheffield united game that's gonna be a nice game this is probably my, sure. my pick of the week because that's your pick of the week over the chelsea city game yeah because Ch- city has nothing to play for but if she, I mean, but City losing gets us so close to the championship. You say we, as in Chelsea, because you're a Chelsea fan. You see what I did there? Yeah, it's always good. It always comes back. I got you almost. <laughs> like, yeah, we. Oh, all right. Well, Jarrett, again, thank you, and uh, I'm signing off now. We'll uh, thanks for joining the Boys and Bowlers podcast. We'll be back actually in a few days. So, uh, thank you. If you have any questions, find us on Instagram. At Boys and Bolos. We are also on Twitter, Boys and Bolos. And we're also on Facebook, Boys, Boys and, and Bolos. Bolos. <laughs> Pretty good. We're getting out there. You'll find us. Wait till we get a TikTok. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, Jared.